1: hope recorded live
3: hi lisa <laughs> hello jenny's coaching me right jenny yes hi how are you
0: i'm awesome how are you
3: i'm great thank you except for one little thing but we'll get into that
0: okay um so I we kind of already know each other a little bit. I know you have a pretty basic, uh, not basic, like pretty thorough understanding of law of attraction, correct? Mm, correct. Awesome. Okay, so let's just, I'm fine. I'm good to jump in unless you have any other questions for me before we get started.
3: No, no. Okay, let's let's just jump right in. Yeah. Um, okay, here's, here's what's going on and it just happened last night, and I guess it was the way that uh, my husband phrased it to me, um, and he was correct. And um, I've just been feeling a little bit of guilt lately, and I want to see what I can do about this. Um, So it's my mother-in-law, and uh, my father-in-law passed about a year, a little more than a year ago. And, um, you know, her health isn't the greatest. um, And even when her health isn't bothering her, she's just, uh, very controlling and very needy and very manipulative and she did it all the while he was sick and I did what I could to help him I was pretty much um his driver for the doctor's appointments and his cheery up person and um you know I did that for like a couple of years until he passed and um you know I feel really good about how I helped out um and then afterwards, helping her settle the estate and do all of that, I was the one that was there for her. Now, mind you, she has four kids of her own, and I'm a daughter-in-law. So, so I feel like I did all of that. And, um, you know, she's getting um, she was getting very reliant on me and very needy. You know, even if it came to, like, phone calls that were like, you know, she wouldn't let me off the phone And as far as health insurance. Um, not convinced she had the right plan and wanted to keep bringing people over and interviewing them and seeing what they had to sell to her. And she wanted me to be there. And, you know, I did what I could. Mostly I would do it because I felt guilty if I didn't. And, um, you know, I found that, you know, I tried to keep myself away from people that aren't good for my energy. And she's, She's like the one person. And so, and now, um, you know, so I don't intentionally call her or anything. And she made a comment to my daughter yesterday that her, she hasn't been feeling well and her grandson from another um, son of hers, her grandson's wife is the one, the only one that will take her to the doctors. Well, she hasn't asked me. Um, And then she told my daughter, I don't, I got to go. And she hung up on my daughter. And so then, yeah, I was kind of angry about that. And I said, well, she's probably taking out of my daughter what she's really feeling toward me. And then um, last night, my husband's sister texted all of us. It was like a group text. My husband, his two brothers, maybe another brother's wife and me, and said, hey, just want you guys to know that the daughter, the grandson's uh, wife, took mom to the doctors today she has pneumonia again and he told her that she can't leave the house or shower for two weeks so just want to let y'all know we're all going to have to make shifts take shifts probably you know doing things for her and um you know that was that so i just responded thanks for letting us know and so i told my husband and he was like Well, actually, I think it was even before that when I told him what he said to what his mother said to my daughter, our daughter, and he said, yeah, she probably realizes that you're avoiding her, and I thought, oh, that word, like, avoid, really, like, hit me, like, I have been avoiding her. Oh, it's not nice. It's not nice to do to an 80-year-old woman, and so, and today, I'm feeling really, I'm feeling guilt. I did call her this morning to ask her how she's feeling, and I offered to go to the store for her. Um, you know, and my guilt is telling me, okay, well, it's been like nine hours. No, maybe not that long since you've talked to her, you should probably call her again or stop over. You made soup the other day, bring over some soup.
1: Okay. Um, That's
0: good. I think, I think I have a picture. So you're feeling some guilt and you're wanting to feel some relief around this area.
3: Totally. Please. Yes.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. So how does it feel to be acting out of pressure or out of feeling guilty?
3: Never feels good.
0: Okay, and what, um, what do you know about the law of attraction in terms of what we can control in our world?
3: I can't control her. I don't know she does. I can control right. how I respond to her.
0: Okay, and I just yep. heard a lot about your mother-in-law. I know. So tell me about you.
1: Oh <laughs> well, God, there's a lot
3: about me. We, about my uh in relationship to her? Or, well, no, I don't, the to be, I don't want guilt I don't want it to be about
0: her at all. I want it to
3: know what's yeah, going but, on yeah. within yeah. you. With me is that, yeah, I do feel like I need to take care of people. Like I need to fix people's problems. People in my family, yeah. Okay. Um and what
0: feeling does it give you to fix, be fixing people's
3: problems? Um, sometimes it can lead to overwhelm, I guess. Yeah, like having too much on my plate all at once. Okay, but does
0: it it feel does it feel anything positive to be fixing someone else's problems?
3: Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there is. Yeah,
0: yeah. there is. And do you think that you can fix other
3: people's problems? Um, I can't, no, I don't, to an extent, yeah. <laughs> extent. Yeah, yeah, that's good. No, case, I no, can, yeah, I can.
0: Awesome, yeah. there's no right or wrong answer here. Yeah. Um, okay, so you can fix people's problems, and what's the best way that you can do that?
3: Um, let's see, the best way, that I can do that is like how are you most when I my yeah when I'm my best when I'm at my best okay when I'm doing it i guess when i'm doing it when i want to do it because i want to do it beautiful so yeah. we've got
0: some clarity around you can help people most when you're inspired to help them yep versus you know when you want to do it good so do you know what you need to do for yourself to get you into that good feeling that best kind of the best version of you
1: Yeah, um, yeah
3: space yeah sometimes i gotta back off okay sometimes i gotta say no
1: yeah okay yeah
0: um what else like tell me like some of the things that you do to get yourself in that aligned good feeling place um i do things
3: that are good for me that i like
0: i know tell me what some of them are
3: yeah um
1: Oh gosh! <laughs> I mm-hmm. I work out
3: every day. I do awesome. I work out every day. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm in town, and you know, I'm I'm all I'm doing my uh, morning my alignment practice. So I do that. Um, I'm I mean I've got a whole list of things that I do every day, um, as far as the different businesses that we have that I tend to that I enjoy taking care of,
2: and I, mm-hmm. and I do
3: that. I shop. I cook. I bake. I I do. I do. I do do things for other people that I like to do that that feel good to me too. Mm-hmm. I Go to my nieces and nephews' games. You know, I awesome. talk to my kids every day, all of them. Yeah, kids. So you do lots of things in your life
0: that feel good to you and that are taking uh-huh. care of you. Yeah, yep. beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so, what um what kind of comes up for you when you get presented with this situation, this uncomfortable situation of, I feel like I need to take care of other people. Like if you're, if you are your best self, like, so you've, you've done your self care in the morning, you're feeling great. You're going about your day. And then this thing comes up about, Oh, I feel
3: guilty. I need to call my mother-in-law. Where does that guilt take me out of my groove? I guess it does take me out of my groove. It kind of takes me back to where I was at, you know, other points in my life. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and so yeah. we experience this kind of stuff in our world to help us, like, keep, to, it's guiding us, right? Like, all this contrast is guiding us to where we want to go. We just have to pay attention to say, oh, look, this doesn't feel good, this guilt that comes up. What's that letting me know? So what clarity can you gain from feeling this guilt and this, this need to take care of your mother-in-law? What is that giving you clarity about in your life? in other areas oh i know i've
3: got some other guilt <laughs> okay so it's bringing up this yeah bringing up guilt. like so yeah so that's been in my vibration i guess for a few months yeah mm-hmm. so the guilt is kind of the thing that we don't want to feel
0: right so what right. is the not necessarily opposite but what do you want to feel
3: Um, I guess I want, well, relief isn't the right, right word. It's not uh, clear enough. Um, uh, did I, I, I can't hear anything. Uh, um, I want to feel, can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you now. Okay, good. Um, I want to feel, I don't know, I guess peaceful, you know, like what I'm doing is adequate is enough. is it answer the question
0: sorry I, di- I didn't get it cut out
3: again did it really oh sorry I'm staying put I am still right here um I guess I want to feel peaceful was- adequate okay so feel useful and adequate
0: y- well peace is there anything yeah. peaceful nice yeah uh, keep going a little bit more
3: um I want you to get that feeling
0: that's like, yeah, that's how I want to feel.
3: When it comes to doing something for her? Uh when it comes to your
0: relationship with your mother in law.
3: Uh, friendly I want it to be friendly and, which it is which it is okay so it is what yeah, so what do is. you want it to be that it's not No I I feel like I I don't want to be the number one care, caretaker in the family for her and if I as soon as I step up okay that's that's what happens is everybody else backs off So I don't want to do that. Okay. So you want it to feel, um, what about easy? Easier for uh, you? Um,
0: yeah. More comfortable? Yeah,
3: easy.
1: <laughs>
3: totally. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: so easy, yeah, it's kind of like the opposite to me of like stressful.
3: Uh huh. It's funny that I couldn't even think of that word.
1: Okay. Because right? it's um, so
3: far from what it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: um, okay, so
0: when we're thinking about this relationship with your mother-in-law, and it's all like it's like it's all full of guilt and resistance right now, and uh, and trying to control those external circumstances, right? Uh huh. So let's bring the focus back onto you, and you know that if you can activate this vibration and frequency of ease and fun and light and friendly within you then you are only going to come into, you're only going to experience those type of relationships and interactions in your life. Uh-huh. Does
3: that make sense? Yes, yes. Do you believe that? Yeah, I do. And that's kind of like how it okay. is when I when I don't call her or talk to her. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: And so you can feel like this and uh so you feel like this on your own and life is good and then and then something happens where she comes in and it kind of screws it up yep is that right yeah mhm and you and you make that choice to put someone else's feelings in front of
3: yours because you feel responsible um kind of yes yeah yeah i do i do feel guilty because she knows yeah not guilty responsible responsible yeah way to hold me to it yep responsible (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) um and do you
3: believe that you are responsible
0: for other people's lives and journeys and feelings no no okay but you do believe you can influence them by like, positively by helping them out, by being in mm-hmm. your best place. Yep.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And so what would be your ideal situation in this? Like, we you can have, you know, there's different options. You can continue to do what you're doing and feel how you're feeling, and that sounds like it's not ideal. Um, you can choose to um, you know kind of build yourself up strong enough so that not strong enough but like be feeling good enough so that you can spend a little bit of time with her or in that interactions, and then leave it be and kind of build yourself back up again or you can and still be feeling good or you can take it to a place where you because the interactions don't feel good where you kind of just let it go and, and not have those um, relationship in your life. So what's
3: kind of like your ideal situation? Ideally be able, Yeah. Yeah. Ideally I'd be able to do what I uh was able to do for her. Um, you know, what would fit best into my uh schedule. Um and she would appreciate it. Um or at least we'd get along well and she wouldn't ask me to do more. Um, and that would be enough. Okay, perfect. Well, have you ever said to yourself
0: what that might be, what those boundaries might be, what would be what you want to do for her?
3: Um, specifically, no. Okay. No. Um,
0: That might be a good place to spend some time thinking about because remember how you can only control you, and so
1: mm-hmm.
0: you get to decide the way you want it and you know we get you know we can have we can have it the way we want to have it whatever it is we just need to decide what that is and so if mm-hmm. you feel really good like you want to be supportive and it feels good to you to give her some of your time and energy then you define what that is and then you set those boundaries and you feel good about it and you line up with that
1: Mhm
0: so maybe it's an hour a day maybe it's a call every other day maybe it's uh, i'll do your groceries once a week i'm not sure what the different types of things are but how would that feel if you kind of had this energetic block that you had you feel really great about giving to her
1: mhm
3: yeah if i could feel really good about it then that would be the good part that would that would be fine with me but the thing is like it's going to be a lot of work getting myself to feel really good about it but it
0: it um, is
1: uh,
3: it isn't
0: if if you get to define what feels good to you yeah
3: so what feels good to you nothing a little bit a medium a lot obviously not a lot yeah not not a lot no okay so not can much. you think yeah can you think of it um any more yeah, specifically once a week.
0: yeah once a week once okay a week. there you go so you know so Do you think it would be hard to line up and feel good about giving her energy once a week?
3: Um. No, I suppose if I had if I had a schedule and I knew that, you know, for a couple hours once a week I was hers, (laughs) then I could do it.
0: I don't want you to do it. I want you to feel really good about it.
3: Um, that would take more work, actually. Okay, so
0: that would take real, more
1: work. So maybe right
3: now and you're
0: just scared to to put it out there is that you don't want to give her any energy right now.
3: Right now. R- right. I don't. Good. And that's what's best for you.
0: Uh-huh. Awesome. Well, doesn't that feel good to like, kind of like
1: get out there?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It depends on who's going to hear this later on. <laughs> is it, and wouldn't you consider no, but it's all good to say it. Yeah, thanks for dragging it out of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, isn't it yeah. like – Thanks for not judging, yeah.
1: Of course.
3: Oh, my gosh.
0: You get what you want. And you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: what? We get to decide what that is. And, you know, it's also always going to change. Because as soon as we get to that good feeling place, I'm, pr- I'm pretty much guarantee you're going to be so full up and filled up on life and the you know the source flowing through yeah. you that you could say, oh yeah, I could give you an hour here, an hour there, and feel really awesome about it. Uh-huh. But I need to take care of myself first, and I won't be able to help you unless I you know I can take care of me, and it's so much more than just the um, physical. Okay, I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the gym. I'm going to do my alignment practice and and stuff like that. It's it's about managing our own vibrations so that we don't encounter those things in our life. Like mm-hmm. the situations don't come up, or you don't happen to be in the room, or whatever that kind of thing.
3: Right. Does that make sense? No, total sense. Total sense. And you know yeah. how to do that, right? Yeah, I do.
0: Yeah, and so let it be okay to take care of yourself,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that it's not something that you want to do right
1: now. <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Period. Yeah. Like, forget that it's the holidays. Forget everything else. I mean, that's it's just okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that feels like relief. I got to say, I can feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it totally does. And it just, like, just having this conversation and me bringing up the guilt. And I I know that it's been in my, guilt has been in my vibration for a few months now. And that's why mm-hmm. I'm feeling this now in relation to her. Yeah. Right. That's mm-hmm. what. No. Yeah. So
0: totally. an awesome thing to do is just let it, sit with it, let it be. So even you just, like, um talking about it and being like, yeah, I've been feeling this guilt kind of brings it up to the surface, and then you can step back and be the observer and be like, oh, look, this is what I'm feeling. It's not mine. I'm not attached to it. Um, and this is how it's manifesting in my life. And now I'm, I'm ready to let it run its course so, you know, it can move through now. Mm-hmm. Does it feel like when it comes up now, from now on, that you'll be able to be a little
3: less attached to it? Knowing that yeah. it's okay. Yeah, I don't I don't see why not, honestly. Yeah, because I know it will. I know it will come up. And
1: mm-hmm. the other
3: thing that's 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 got me feeling guilty, that will continue. And I guess yeah, I guess I can just be okay with that. Okay. Good.
0: Mm-hmm. Um I just think so this is probably good at least for this call, eh, Lisa Hayes. Um,
1: yeah.
0: but I would still love to coach you more like on whatever <laughs> the other part that's going to that you
3: think is going to keep coming up oh yeah yeah that will yeah
2: Cool, without a doubt thank
3: you that was really good that was very helpful thank mm-hmm. you. good I'm glad
2: okay excellent so Delora you are on the phone do you have any comments or questions before I toss in my two cents worth here uh, no, go ahead. Um, straight out of the box, Jenny did something that I think is genius and hard to do. And it's hard to do it gracefully, and I don't even think there is a way to do it gracefully. Jenny, do you know what you did that was so genius? No. <laughs> you interrupted her. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah, you did. You interrupted me. Stop that was it. awesome. I mean, you. she was on a roll. She's feeding the story. She's continuing to tell the story. You didn't even really get to the details of the story. I mean, you could feel the energy building, and you stopped the role.
0: Well, that was longer and, than I normally wait. <laughs>
2: right. I, that doesn't surprise me, and I think that a lot of coaches will be very hesitant to do that because they don't want to be rude or because they think the details really ma- they matter. They want to hear the story. Um. So the ability or the willingness to cut a client off when they're headed down an energetic path that is not healthy for them is important and it's a skill to be able to do it in such a way that the client doesn't feel offended or not heard. Um, And sometimes I don't even care. Like if I can see a client is really hurting themselves with the energy that they're flowing, if that energy is painful and it's building, I don't even care if they're offended because even offended is probably better than where they're going in that particular energetic path. So that willingness and ability to stop a client when they're continuing to dig the hole deeper and deeper and deeper is is really, really genius. The other thing that you did, and so I'm gonna make this very clear. I have questions that Jenny wouldn't entertain for a specific reason, and that's not going to be surprising to anybody who knows Jenny and I. And both of us can be right here. Jenny wouldn't let her talk about the guilt. Like Lisa kept saying, I've got guilt. I want to know what the guilt is, by the way, so I am going to ask that question. But I'm I'm going to ask it in a slightly different way. Jenny wouldn't even let her indulge that. Like Jenny just wanted to get her to the place where she understood that she had choices and options, she could find a better feeling way to navigate around this, that Lisa's well-being, that really grandma's well-being is hinged on Lisa's well-being, and that Lisa can make some choices. And so that diligence, that discipline to be able to continue to direct your client back to shore. You've got a client who's drowning and you've got to get them back like getting them back to that point where they're focused on what they want rather than continuing to spin the story is LOA coaching 101, 201, and 301. It's, that's really solid. So I think that that's really, really important to note. But I still want to know what the guilt is. And before I even ask that question, you want to hear about me, Lisa? Want to hear about my mm-hmm. relationship with my mother-in-law?
1: Yeah, i love to.
2: <laughs> Let's take it back a little bit. Right after David and I got together, there was a big family explosion. David was raised by his mom but spent a ton of time with his aunt and uncle who contributed to his upbringing significantly. And shortly after we got together, um, there was a giant family battle and his aunt and uncle have not spoken to him since. And one of the contributors to that conversation was they don't like me or anything about me. They don't like the way I look. (laughs) They don't like the way I talk about Christmas. I mean, they just (laughs) flat out don't like me. I mean, it wasn't the only contributor to the breakdown in this relationship, but the breakdown in the relationship happened, and I was a significant part of that. And the pain that my husband suffered over that was, Substantive. It was a changing moment in his life, losing his aunt and his uncle, who contributed greatly to raising him. So now we have his mother. Um, and I tiptoe around that woman like she is a patron saint. Like, and she is. She's a good woman. But I do a lot more for her than either of her children do. I am there for her consistently. I take care of things for her that aren't my responsibility to take care of because I am not her daughter. I show up. I stand up. I visit. I bake cookies. I am a model daughter-in-law. And I'm not doing it for her, by the way. And that sucks. And I could hear it in you. So this was a really good opportunity to hear you talk because nothing I'm doing for Janice is about me being generous and loving with Janice. Mm-hmm. The person that I'm taking care of or that I feel guilt about mm-hmm. is my husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And anyway, what I kept wanting to ask is who are you really caring for? <laughs> like who? Yeah, she's the person that you are doing these tasks for. But who is it really that you're taking care of that you're actually caring for is it her or is it someone else
3: no I do I do it for him but I I think also what I'm feeling guilty about is that I did so much for my father-in-law and she's he and I had a really special relationship and she always just accused me of you know liking him more than I like her and and all, all of that but he was much easier for me to be around. And so I guess she's not only being difficult for me, she's being difficult for everyone. So no one really enjoys being around her. Um, And and when I did what I did, I did it for my I did it for my husband, too, to because, you know, when he my father in law passed and doing everything with his estate, I mean, just all of that stuff. I mean, my husband and I were the most capable of doing that of all the siblings. So So he didn't have to do it. I did it. And so, yeah, that's why I do it is for him. So I guess if I can look at it more that way, everything I do for her that I'm doing it for him,
2: then that alone will make it easier. Right. I mean, I think there's some peace in that and there's some truth in that. I mean, it's a place that I've had to get to where I realize I'm willing to make sacrifices for David that I wouldn't make for anyone else. And I don't like the word sacrifice. But I'm willing to I happily, joyfully do things for my husband because of the way I love that man. So I will take care of her when I need to, and it doesn't have to be about her, and it's really not. It's about him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, yeah, there's some mucky, dirty energy about my guilt over the family fight and all of that, but I do it. The person I'm taking care of is David.
1: hmm No, No, you're right, yeah.
2: The other thing I'd like you to consider as a possibility is that, I mean, she's how old? How old is she? 80. She doesn't have, you know, forever left on this planet. Mm -hmm. And by you stepping in and being over-responsible for her, and I realize you sort of get relegated there probably because you are the most capable. But is it possible, Lisa, that you're actually cheating her children out of the time that they don't have much left of in terms of taking care of their mom? um, Yeah, it is possible. I mean, is it possible that these other people who are maybe slightly less capable or available or whatever will regret not having had that time To take her to soup or be there when she's interviewing insurance companies or all of the weird slightly annoying but strangely enduring in hindsight after somebody dies like maybe this isn't yours to take to start with Mm -hmm. does that ring true or does that ring not true to you
3: Mm. (laughs) let's see no, two of the boys are not even going to, they wouldn't think twice about it, no. <laughs> two of the boys won't. My husband already did step up. He went from zero involvement with his parents to helping when his dad got sick, so, and he's much better with her now. And um, the daughter is, is now, since I stepped back, she's kind of stepped up. Um, but she's to the point, like in the text yesterday, like she'll make schedules for us, and she'll tell us, this is when you have to be there that'll be it. And so, that's what she'll do. Is so we are when I do things, yeah. Is is she on the list? Yeah. Oh yeah, she's on the list. Yep. But she'll put me on the list and she won't put the out of town son on the list or his wife and or the wife of the other local son. She won't put and, them on there, but she'll put me on there.
2: Yeah. And you addressed it from the very beginning. The very first thing you said, Jenny addressed it somewhere along the line about the feel good. But the thing that you said at the very beginning that really stuck in my stuck in my throat a little bit. The thing that stuck in your throat too was the word avoid. She knows mm-hmm. you're avoiding yeah. her. Yeah. She, this woman, other than the family members and the sisters and all of the chaos and what have you, what she wants from you might not be the day-to-day business. It might be for you to be able to show up and be with her. And mm-hmm. if that has to be less for it to be genuine, which do you think she would choose? Uh,
3: if it has if it has to be for me to, to be there less, in order for me to be genuine, mm-hmm. yes. I don't. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I would think that she would want me to be genuine, but I don't know. I should so also very- say that. Yeah, I should also say that we are taking her to Florida for nine days in February, when I'll have her full time for for nine days. Yeah. Right. Nobody's ever. Nobody does that for her. But um, been there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think at the very least, it's an experiment, right? Mm-hmm. And, it's at, and secondly, it might be a conversation worth having with an adult, an adult woman to an adult woman. Like mm-hmm. I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. I wouldn't, you know, burned out might not be the right word to use, but I'm feeling a little overwhelmed with a lot of things. I want to really enjoy the time that I have with you. And so in order to do that, I'm going to make some modifications in how I do it. I think it's worth experimenting to see how she reacts to legitimately having quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know, we're guessing. I'm guessing that she'll like it better, you're not so sure. But what we don't know, we don't have the facts on the board. Would would it be worth experimenting with to see how that goes, especially considering you've got nine days going to Florida with her coming up.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Maybe like, maybe when she's,
3: you know, past this pneumonia bit. yeah, maybe I can explore it with her. I don't know. It would be a first if I had success with that. Yeah. Have you tried to ever have a, to have a serious conversation with her. I mean not about mm-hmm. this particular not about this particular thing, but Yeah, about other things. Yes. No. I mean other people have too. Not not successfully. Um
2: I could try I could be the first, right, Lise? I could be the first to have success with it. Yeah. If anybody could be successful, it would be you. It honestly, I know at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what her reaction is or not. What matters right. is that you can get to this place that Jenny, is sort of the Shangri-La. I would right. say get to the place where you're giving and not sacrificing. Right. Because it's not honest anyway, right? I mean, it's just sort of a little bit schmarmy and slightly off off point of integrity when you're doing it and you're resenting it versus mm-hmm. backing off maybe a little or a lot to where you can do it and actually be present with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That was kind of rude. I just sort of called integrity out on the carpet and I didn't mean it exactly that way, but you know what I mean,
3: right? No, I, I, yeah, don't worry. Um, yeah, I think, you know what, I think if I actually built it into my schedule it would be better. I just I don't like it when it's interrupting my plans, you know? <laughs> That's the whole thing. Yeah that's that's, that's with... what it is yeah I think that would that would help a lot because what she would normally do is start calling at eight o'clock in the morning and trying to get me to do things or even just to stay on the phone with her for until I finally get off the phone with her um yeah, so if i had to if i yeah if I built it into my schedule it would it would work for me
2: well, and then I would let her know i mean let's pretend yeah. we're talking about a child here. Well, and I do adult. do that like, when I'm when I'm
3: um when I'm with her, like I I don't I don't want to say I, I was going to say I don't take crap from her and essentially that's what I don't let her, like I will call her on it like I will say even though I did use the word guilt today, I'll say to her, are you trying to make me feel guilty? Because it's not working, because she will say that like I'll see her in Wegman's or in the grocery store, with a bunch of people around and she'll go, oh I have to come to the grocery store to. To say hello to my daughter-in-law <laughs> I'll go, oh try to make me feel guilty because it's not working and i'll laugh it off um but that's yeah. exactly what she does
2: um, but i'm saying okay if you build it into your schedule and you let her know in advance i'm going to see you at this point this week and i'm going to call you on thursday evening for 20 minutes mm-hmm. that way she knows what to expect i mean chances are this is a woman who feels fairly out of control in her life anyway and if you can give her a little bit of certainty about what she can expect, she'll respond positively to that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But, I mean, it doesn't matter. It sounds like at least a partial solution here, something that gets you moving in the right direction, is putting it on your schedule and holding that boundary. That Yeah, and then I can like, offer it. Yeah. Yeah, I think if I do
3: that and I put it on my schedule and she and I can call her at that time and if she's got something else going on, then I can try her again next week. Yeah. I can do that.
2: But, but, sweetie, you're not doing this for her. You're doing it for him. And that's, right. that is a different ballgame.
3: Yeah, I think that's what's gotten me through this, like, for so long. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I had to chuckle when you said that, um, your husband's aunt and uncle didn't like you like right from the beginning. My mother-in-law actually called me on my birthday and told me that my husband and I, this is before we were married, we should start seeing other people.
2: <laughs> she right. didn't exactly like me either. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can't, I don't know. We, we can't, the thing that I've had to tell myself, and I'm not telling you this, I'm telling me this, Lisa H versus Lisa uh-huh. C. Uh-huh. Like, I can't make up for the fact that in order for me to be me, they're not going to like me. So, I mean, I can't I can't do enough to compensate for how they feel. I can't right. be different yeah. enough to compensate for how they feel. I mm-hmm. can't give enough to change the fact that they decided they don't like me. And mm-hmm. honestly, I don't care that they don't like me. I care that it hurt my husband. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know. I mean, my, I realize, I am very clear that I overextend myself at times to try and get them to like me and talk about being off-centered and out of integrity. That that is off-centered and out of integrity when I'm trying to do, 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 do to make mm-hmm. them feel differently about me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's like an old 1950s pattern. We don't do that in 2000. Fifteen anymore, but
3: well, and I, I feel I like I did that but I did that too, and and it's you know the reason why she wants my attention is she she likes me, she really does like me, I mean, she wants me around, she's always telling me you know she compliments me on what I do and how she always wanted to do some of the things I've done, and she never had the courage to and you know and and all that and and you know it's really nice to hear and. You know, it's nice to be admired. And, you know, she says that, but then she, you know, her typical personality is that she just wants, you know, she wants more of me. She wants to be my best friend. She wants me there all the time. And
2: but I, I think that's the key. That's, that's the thing, right? And that's, yeah. I think Ginny was leaning into that. You've got to handle of that she doesn't care about the soup. It's not about the soup or the doctor's <laughs> appointments know. or the insurance. I know. What she likes is you. So based on that, when I ask you the question, would she rather have you really showing up, being present from a place of generosity and maybe compassion, or you showing up out of obligation with the motherfucking soup, and you're mm-hmm. not sure which one she wants? I guarantee you she wants. She would rather have the first. She yeah. would rather have less of you to get you in a way that you could be present with her. And she's spinning out with all of this stuff just to get attention. If she really had your attention for an hour a week, that might be enough. But you can't give it to her right now because you're giving her too much. That's that's what Jenny was saying. Jenny, can I get an amen? That's what you were saying?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah yeah so you're both
2: you're both right yeah Mm -hmm. but girlfriend if you ever really figure it out call me and let me know so i can like totally model (laughs) your your business
3: she even even asked me she even asked me to give her eulogy so i said to her you want to write it you want to write it and then i'll read it she's like no i love the way you write i want you to write it too yeah oh
1: yeah
3: (laughs) right (laughs) She doesn't want the soup. She doesn't care about the insurance people. I know, I know. But I have my own mother, too. I know.
2: (laughs) So I think that you, if you've got a really clear path here, what she wants is a little bit of your attention and a little bit of your presence, and that's going to come in smaller doses. But she'll be happier for it.
3: Yeah, so I guess if I just learn, and I don't mean this in a bad way, okay, Jenny, don't take this in a bad way. But if I learn how to cut her off the way Jenny cut me off, I'll be golden. I just got to know how to cut her off. It's easy, Lisa. you (laughs) (laughs) You just have to understand
0: that. I don't know really. No way. You have to understand that she's not. It's serving you more and her more and the whole world more when you're happy.
1: Yeah, I know. Of course. Yeah.
2: And sometimes that's kind of flowery and hallmarky, but in this case, it's very literal. Literal,
1: yeah. Like
2: you setting the boundaries that work for you are actually going to serve her more. You setting the boundaries that work for you are going to serve your husband better. She's not going to feel mm-hmm. like you're avoiding her because when you're there, you're present. Like you said, and it always is the case when we take care of ourselves, everyone around us benefits. But in this case, it's a straight line. It's super. Super literal it's, here. It's so mm-hmm.
0: powerful. Like if you could, if people could understand the power of them feeling good, how it affects like everything around them. Like there's no, they wouldn't even go the alternative because it doesn't. It, it's like a waste of space and time. Like you get you get you get what you want when you take care of yourself first.
1: Mhm. Mhm.
3: Yeah, you're right. And then that's why I was avoiding her. But I guess there are ways that I cannot avoid her and still be taking care of myself if I call the shots. Yeah. You call the the shots.
1: Yeah,
3: Yeah, I guess I was was looking at an all or nothing, and I don't have to do that with her. I don't do that with other things. I don't know why I was thinking I'd do it with her.
2: well, and especially given when we figure out what she really wants is your presence and not your mm-hmm. organizational skills.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, she may no, need she, your organizational she skills, does. but what
3: she, thats what she'll do. She'll pull something out of her folder while I'm there. And
1: say, Could you look at
2: this? Yeah, and then at which point you set you set it down and say, "You know what? I just I, I just want to talk to you today. Can we just you know watch this show or let's work on your let's work on your eulogy." <laughs> yeah, I need a little help with that. Yeah, I could
1: tell her that. The role well, you
2: want and the role she wants you to have are very similar. She's just she just can't find a way to communicate that well with you. Mhm. And the role you know your sister-in-law wants you to have—that's really not pertinent here at all. Right. Yeah. And
3: then then again though if it doesn't if I don't do my role then it that will go to my husband. So then he'll have to do his role and my role.
2: No, yeah, so he could do his role and you can do your role. Oh well, yeah, true. He has a role. Yeah. you wanna hear the quick story of our family Christmas party from last weekend? Yeah, of course. So David's family Christmas party, he has a sister, there's kids, there's a lot of noise, there's chaos, it drives me insane, I really can't take it. So about every other year I planned the flu. And this was my flu this was my flu year, but then I found out that last time I planned the flu, like my son outed me. My little one spilled it that I really wasn't feeling that bad. <laughs> so I put on my big girl panties and my headphones by the way. And went to this joyful Christmas event with the kids and the yelling and the sister and the mother-in-law and the blah, 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 and the yada, yada, yada. And sat in the corner present my body in the room with my headphones on and just watched the Christmas tree blink. And, you know, I was there. (laughs) And at some point I got up and went in the bathroom headphones still on because the headphones are the universal sign of do not talk to me.
1: And while I was in the
2: bathroom, I hear knock, knock, knock on the door. And guess who it is? It's my mother-in-law. And she's like, are you in there? And I said, yes. And she's like, are you going to be long? And I said, no, I'll be out in a minute. You can have it. And she said, no, I need your help. Uh So I took my headphones off, and she called me into the bedroom, and she hadn't finished wrapping all of the gifts. There were three or four gifts. And she said, I'm running, you know, I should have done this yesterday, And we sat on the bed for 10 minutes, and we wrapped presents together and chatted about some of the nasty food David's sister had brought to the thing. (laughs) And then we went back out to the Christmas tree, and I put the headphones back on, and I sat there, my body, at this party, wishing that I had manufactured the flu. And I got an email from my mother-in-law yesterday saying how much she appreciated the time we had to talk while we were wrapping presents. Oh, wow. Wow. (laughs) Ten minutes. I mean, the rest of the time, I was there in body and had my headphones on. But I gave her ten minutes. She had to knock on the door while I was on the toilet to get it. But I gave her ten minutes. (laughs) That's cool. This might not take as much time as you think it will. Yeah, thanks. Wow.
3: Wow! Thanks for the opportunity to be coached today. I didn't even plan on sharing that what I was feeling with anyone. So but thank you both of
1: <laughs> I appreciate it. So all right,
2: big That's love awesome. to you, Jenny. You rock! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, really. Right, thanks, you guys. do rock. This is awesome,
3: and this is recorded now, right? So we can listen to that because Jenny, really, you did a fabulous job. I found myself listening to you as you were coaching me. I'm like, man, wow! I wouldn't have gone. I mean. You it's like you had um, and I know you didn't but it's like it's almost like you were following a script because you were so smooth you were just going right you had the right question to ask me it was a good Without even has creation did a really nice job
1: <laughs> thank you Jenny <laughs> All right. is like a yeah. Jenny's a
2: bulldog on a bone for getting a client back to the vibration that they want to flow yeah. and it's a skill So, all right, I'm going to
0: end this call. It is recorded. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Awesome. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com.